Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Still Got Legs, a Doctor Who rewatch podcast brought to you by another Happy Studios. You've dabbled with aliens. Now get ready to meet the genuine article. This is Love and Monsters. Whatever, that'll fucking do, man. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I think that was one of your best, to be honest. Shut up. You, I shouldn't know. <laughs> right, hi everyone. This is Still Got Legs. Nathan's in both a giggly mood and a mood, just in general. I'm not in a mood, I'm just hot. It is, it is sweaty. To be I'm very honest. warm. I don't do well in the heat. I feel for it. Pray for us. Send send love and hugs. I uh, also have to shut all the windows whenever we record a podcast, so it just makes it even worse. Do you know what? Do you know what is worse for me? I've put all my shorts in the wash because I've been wearing them over the course of however long the week has been, or however long I've lasted washing. And I've only got tracksuit bottoms left, so I'm leg sweaty today. Welcome to Still Got Legs, the Doctor Who podcast. I've said this, haven't I? Um, it's all about Doctor Who. Docky Who, we love it, you love it too. Yeah, that kind of rhymed. Um, it's, it's the big one. It's, it's here, <laughs> Lawrence. There's no use beating around the bush. There's no use trying to hide it or be all mysterious. This is This is the big one. This is arguably what's like kept up not kept us into doctor who but like kept us talking about doctor who not on this show like when we didn't have this show and we didn't have an outlet to discuss doctor who in depth we'd frequently just talk about this one guy this one episode quite a lot yes and i would yeah i think i said it last week it's probably the reason we started this show to get to this moment one of many would you say that this is well liked or well despised uh, isn't this the most critically panned episode? Yeah, but critics and like actual Doctor Who fans, different, oh, different I'd, people. I'd say either way, it's pretty much the same across the board. I don't think there's anyone out here who... Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think there's anyone who absolutely loves Love and Monsters. <laughs> I didn't want to say that, but I didn't know what else to do. But yeah, <laughs> Who loves Love and Monsters. Anyway... Um, this is written by Russell T. Davies and directed by Dan Zeff. It is the 10th episode in season two. Interesting. Why is that interesting? Because well, it's Russell. Yeah. Russell wrote this. Yeah. That's why it sticks out to me, because that man is responsible for some of my favourites. Or like, he, he is the pioneer of my favourite era of Doctor Who. Yeah, he brought me this. I'm not going to say I told you so, but like... <laughs> like look, I, look, straight out, straight uh, out of the gate, I just want to say... You, if you let yourself get blinded by nostalgia, then this is what you miss. It's not what being blinded by nostalgia when he's well, got many other is, great works. I think it is a little bit, but... Look, on paper, I wrote down 
this episode should land on every front, right? First episode of this show. No, no, no. Hear me out. All right. F- first episode of this show. One of our fan favorites was was um, was Clive, who was a big doctor investigator, very fun little side character. I mean, fan favorites in like. Not in a serious way, in like a funny, jokey way, yes. But when I'm not actually out here with my fucking Clive t-shirt on standing for this, man. Like, we, we like him because he's weird and funny. But but that not that great? Like, he is a fun, goofy little side character. Yeah, in, again, in like a meme way, but like not but in, in a serious way. And that's why I'm confused about why this just doesn't work on any conceivable level like it's it's a group of people right that have that are kind of like all zeroed in on the doctor throughout history and they're all smart enough to have taken notice that this is going on and this is something that is happening which in itself is kind of interesting but it's they package it in this bizarre way with this bizarre man doing a youtube video or something about it because, I don't know, like, two thousand was this 2006? So YouTube was popping off. Well, no. No, but like, it, it become it, a thing. It was, it was a, invented. <laughs> <laughs> but it was not in any way popping off. All right, but then, why? why and why, probably when they wrote and filmed this, it wasn't even a thing. Yeah, oh, that's probably true. Yeah, where right, where does it sit for you? Where do you, where do you stand on love? And it's monsters? awful. What do you mean? Where does it sit for me? It's the worst episode there is. Do you not think there's any like redeeming factors? Yes, and we'll get to that. But overall, it's dog shit. Do you mean we'll get to her? Yes, I do mean we'll get to her. Yes. <laughs> All right. So look, it opens up. Let's just say. Let's just say this. Say at the same time, the standout highlight MVP of this episode. Three, two, one, Jackie. Jackie. Obviously, well it's Jackie. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Anyway, finish your point. All right. So it starts off, we open up to the most 2006 man running with his bootcut jeans. And are they frosted tips or is he just a blonde brown, blondie brown oh, he's guy? Just, he's just a blonde guy. Yeah. Okay. I'll let him off for this one. But it is a bit sticky-uppy, a bit... He's put his hair gel in and let it fall flat. It's two thousand six. Yeah, and look, I've got no problem with that. I just, I just <laughs> your want to hair make sticks it... up. <laughs> what? Your hair sticks up. No. Yeah, but not like with a big hair gel. Not like yeah, all not greasy. with like ten pounds of hair gel, but it does stick up though. You have like a natural quiff, like a Jimmy Neutron sort of thing. I can't tell if that's like a like to be to be fair for anyone to acknowledge I still have hair is a compliment at this point. Well, don't get me wrong. It's like hanging on by a thread. But... No, no, you can't. Like, you can't go there now. <laughs> um, I like the opening to this. I'm gonna say it. All, All right. right. I think it's nice and mysterious. You, you're kind of. It's a bit of a misdirect, but you're led to believe that Elton is kind of running away at first from the Doctor and Rose, because he's he's like running. He goes up towards the TARDIS. You hear Rose being like Doctor, and then he sprints off again. And you're like, what's going on here? This is quite interesting. Then you get the silliness, the little cartoon hallway kind of Scooby-Doo-esque going through doors bit. Oh, you're already, you're already head in hands. Come on, come on. <laughs> no, I just, 
I think it's like it's interesting, and then it is it. it <laughs> no, no, not not massively. No, but like it's 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 something a bit different. We don't get many cold opens like this because it's not. It doesn't. I I don't know. I I just feel like it's kind of cool. This, I like the silly Scooby Doo corridor thing. I hate it. I can't. Look, I'm all for a silly, goofy thing. Like, I, I, I don't know. I like a silly, goofy thing more often than not. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't make sense, but fuck it, it's fun. Why not? Mm. I hate this though. Like, <laughs> the, <laughs> I, I hate the Scooby Doo hallway. What? Why is that happening? Do you, do like you it. hate it because you know where the episode goes? Or do you hate it? No, because I hate it. Well, if it was in another episode, then yeah, maybe I would be more forgiving of it. But it's <laughs> it's in this package of just... <laughs> Look, I love this show. Look, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love this show. It's, it's one of my biggest loves ever. Okay? Um, this is a tough watch. This this episode is it's it's a dark place for me. Okay, <laughs> I um I I just I don't know. I think I like the concept of like this is what the Doctor and Rose on an on a casual day look like to regular people. Just them. yeah yeah that that look. If that was done well, then sure <laughs> that would be great. If if we had people who could actually act um, presenting this story, then sure. But unfortunately, we don't. If Elton and Adam had an acting off, who would come up on top? Adam. Fucking hell, all right. Yes. I don't know. I think Elton's got a bit more sauce to him. Uh, he sheds a bit of a tear at the end. You somewhat believable. There is not one line that this man delivers <laughs> that that has me convinced he has, has done a second of acting training or whatever like i i did look up his career after this there's nothing i recognize absolutely it's most it's mostly like tv stuff yeah but like the odd he plays the plumber in one episode of a tv show that no one's seen great that was that was mean i feel bad for that well i just called him a terrible actor that's that's true yeah um i i like that we get the greatest hits that doctors uh London greatest hits. We get a little montage of Elton being in places when the Autons are going off. The the Slovene ship is crashing. Uh, what's the other one we got? Christmas Invasion. That's it. Uh, I like that. I like he's just kind of there. Did you notice that the timeline was correct? What in terms of like how it would have happened for them? Yeah. Oh, that, of course that's true. Yeah. Yeah, because the because he said because um, the Autons came first, uh, obviously. And then he said, and then 12 months later, and then the spaceship happened. So, mm, so clever. Mm. The mystery thickens. What year is it? Who knows? <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's kind of set up that we've got this mystery of um, the Doctor was in Elton's house as a child. Yeah. And Elton doesn't know was why. Was it a mystery? I, I think it is set up as somewhat of a mystery and then at the end it's like and by the way that was largely unrelated we'll get we'll I get to the I reveal i don't know if it oh, i don't even know if it's a reveal because like at the end when he says because my mum died i was like yeah like th what <laughs> like do you 
<laughs> yeah, like, yeah, we get it. <laughs> like, that was so obvious. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's. I I still think it's a bizarre mention. I don't want to jump the gun. I think it's a weird like, like obviously something bad happened in his house, which is why the doctor was there. There was a shadow. There, there was a shadow, and I just. But yeah, I feel like maybe Elton, if he'd like blocked that out, remember like the line of like some things you you forget because you can't cope with it or something. Yeah. If he did block it out, I feel like he would have spent most of his life being like. I think this guy in Converse and a brown suit killed my mum. Strange. Look, Moaning Myrtle is here. Yeah, she certainly is. <laughs> yeah. Where are we at with Moaning Myrtle? One of the least offensive parts of the episode. I don't like her voice. <laughs> Why? I, just, I don't know. It's, it's a very distinct voice. Yeah, but, yeah. But I don't know. I, it... it, it it grates on me in a in a in a unusual way. How old is she? I How old was she? <laughs> I've no idea, but I know when she did uh, untitled wizard movies. Yeah, that she was like, I'm fairly certain she was one of the oldest. I think she was in her like mid thirties, and she was trying to like look at Harry's dick or whatever when he was like thirteen. Yeah, she was like. I'm going under the bubbles in the bath. What a great franchise. Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, look, Money Metal's fine. Whatever. I, look, nothing character. <laughs> Just until the end, obviously. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, there's not really much to her. And there's not much to anyone, to be honest. Everyone's kind of one-dimensional i like her character towards the end i feel like she is not that part <laughs> we'll get to that part but i feel like she has the most character of all of them or maybe she just talks the loudest i don't know do any of them really have any character though no but you get like i know what you're saying because yeah they're not people they're names and bodies in the episode but like yeah you do get a, a like a little fun montage of them singing and like if if this is your favorite episode of doctor who this probably won't be a fun one to listen to yeah um <laughs> we should have warned up top really. this is this is the lowest i think the show has ever stooped yeah um uh, no yeah yeah it is it is it's <laughs> this is this is this is rock bottom in terms of modern who anyway this is what, what i'm curious what was going through your mind when you were considering the other one well you'll you'll have to wait and see okay it's it what it's in new who yeah it's in new who yeah okay all right yeah you'll have to wait and see um are you a big fan of no. the internet <laughs> are you a big fan of the internet being so blowing up with theories that it ignites his computer I actually am, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's. I I do like that. <laughs> that there was just so many theories about this spaceship on Christmas Day that his computer literally exploded. Um, <laughs> his plastic that's desktop. Just great. Yeah, that's that's just great because it's just. I don't know. Just one of those silly little Doctor Who things, really. It's the monitor that explodes. It's not even the computer. <laughs> And the keyboard, which is also not connected to the computer, <laughs> just sparks up as well. 
Um, so look, um, Elton Elton is really interested in all these theories, and, and he gets a group of like-minded people uh, to basically they start off as this kind of let's work out who the Doctor is. They're basically a bunch of nerds with no friends, and come on now. Well, no, they start they start a Clive esque group. Um, so <laughs> I paused it at one point. Mr. Skinner believes that the Doctor is a collector, a collection of archetypes, being a king, a fool, a ranger, and a thief. Is he wrong? I don't think he's a thief. Did he steal a box? A madman who stole a box and ran away? Uh, I guess. Is he a king? Uh, Kylie Minogue calls him a time king. Fair enough. A fool? Definitely, I'd say. Oh, he's the biggest fool. But is he a ranger? What is a ranger, if not a man who protects <laughs> good and now we've ticked that note off um <laughs> i right tell you one thing i do like about this episode is the group transforms into a bunch of nerds talking about a hieroglyphic of a tardis they found yeah in, into basically a book club and just a, a group of mates but like they email each other to set up their 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 weekly meetings and they all get together and they karaoke and I think it's nice and I think it's a bunch of weirdos that have all found a bit of solace with each other. Mr. Skinner wasn't playing the drums. Well, he was, ah! but it wasn't matching up to the music that played. So he was just hitting the snare over and over again. <laughs> was he really? Yeah, he was just hitting the snare with both sticks. So all that would have done was just... So unless he was playing Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, I was going to say, there is one Arctic Monkey <laughs> song he would have excelled at there. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I, do, I do like that. The, I, I just like how the episode you loses like itself in this group drumming? of people. Huh? You like that he's fake drumming? No, not fake drumming. <laughs> As in, like, the group. I like that they become mates and they just do they just veer off their central mission and they're just like i i prefer it when we all make cakes i think i'm too jaded by knowing the episode overall because the whole time when i'm like watching all of that i'm just like i don't care about any of this they're all just gonna be absorbed in a minute anyway so like why does it even bother but what that doesn't bother you with other doctor who episodes no it doesn't you're right and, I, <laughs> and yes i am hypocritical when it comes to this episode because <laughs> there is stuff in this episode which if it was in others i'd be like that's oh, fine i don't mind it but in this one i'm like no wrong bad i don't um, like it i'll tell you what here's something that we can it's the turning point in the episode and i'm curious to get your thoughts on it because yes. i think this inclusion has both the best episode, the best performance of the episode, and also simultaneously the worst. What, what do you mean? I mean that Peter K arrives, and he's like, "Hello, I'm Victor, and you can't touch me because I've got eczema." Eczema. Yeah, uh, which is don't apparently- you mean eczema? You really well, don't, don't like him, do you? No, I really don't. He's really bad. Um, but he comes in, and I, I like him. I like his performance as when he's in his Victor Kennedy form, when he's just a little weird semi-school teacher, like headmaster, boss, weirdo figure. I don't know. What do you make of him? 
Do you think that's the best performance in this episode? Of the weird, of like the weekly weirdos, not Tennant or Rose or anything. Gone. Who is your contender? Jackie. Jackie is. Oh no! Right, but I'm talking about the 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 weird ones, the new inclusions. Right. But it's just that you said not Tennant Rose. You didn't say not Jackie. Well, I forgot about Jackie. All right, we'll get well. to Jackie. Um, no, he's bad. Um, look, I like Peter Kay. I think he's a good comedian. He's very funny. Um, oh, he's fine as Victor, whatever his name is. I guess he's he does he does what he needs to. Why does his accent change? Yeah, I picked up on that because he's is when he's Victor Kennedy, he's like he's quite you know put together and everything's pronounced proper. It's quite RP sort of thing. But then, as soon as he's the absorber off, it's just Peter Case Bolton accent. Just... Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, like he he brings a lot of new mannerisms to his absorber off performance. That being, he can't stop licking his tongue, and that's where I think Heath Ledger got it from the Joker. I think he watched this episode and was like, "That's good." That surprisingly, I'm okay with that. What the tongue licking? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's fine. It's just a weird little character thing. That's the most unsettling part, because I don't mind a weird little character thing. But he's it can full be on, unsettling. Like... Yeah, that's fine. It can be unsettling. That's kind of the point. Yeah, but it, but it's it's like... I don't know, there's something about it that feels weirdly like sexual. Do you not think? Not really, no. Because he's like... Elton's like, stop absorbing people, and he's like... Oh. It's like, what what the fuck is happening in your mind? Don't know. I don't have an answer for you, mate. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, all right. Um, yeah, I, I was gonna. I, I had a note that says I, I basically I was gonna write down why would they all just start listening to Victor and doing what he says, and then the the obvious answer which stopped me writing the note was they're all a bunch of wet fucking blankets. Really, they all well, just go. That, Who's the boss? No, that that's kind of answered in the episode, though, isn't it? Like. They do ask that question, and then they're like, "Yeah, things aren't the same, but like, but this is what we wanted. This is the goal. Yeah. We are making more ground trying to find the doctor with this guy." So, I guess, yeah, it's. I don't know. I just like that he comes in and he's like, "I'm taking control of everything," and they're like, "Okay, all right, then if we if we have to." Um, well, <laughs> I tell you what, I very much enjoy the little bit where um, Elton is off to find Rose in a city of 10 million people and then it just smash cuts to the old woman being like, that's Rose. She lives down the street, you know, third house on the whatever. And that's, this is her mum. And they're, they're all a bit odd. She just has more than enough information for them. Nice I, family. Bit odd. Yeah. I I like that. I, I There are I some good, moments of this that's that funny. Good, yeah, it was a good comedic beat. Well done, well done, Russell. <laughs> it was it was pretty good. I, I I wanted your opinion on this. Victor Kennedy's classes teaches the basics of spycraft and espionage, and step mm-hmm. one, according to Victor, is to engage your target directly, which I wrote down is the opposite <laughs> of of spycraft and espionage. I mean. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I I I've, I feel like Elton was probably more talking about like infiltrating or like 
I don't know, something like that. But but yeah, probably probably not the best <laughs> way to like be stealthy and try not to. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, not like, good. <laughs> his his spycraft is hello. I'm Elton. <laughs> it's yeah. basically that. Um, he gets dumb luck though. Like, I I do like, and it, this is always the case with Jackie because she's she's funny. She's a very very funny performer, and I I like that he's like in his mind he's like right step one I need to find out her name or like introduce myself and she goes I'm Jackie <laughs> just like off camera and he's like oh and then she step just does all his steps. Was, step one was find a way to talk to them. That's it without arousing suspicion. And then. What, what was after that? Introduce yourself names. All right. Did you have anywhere to go? No, I was just correcting you. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. it. I'm glad that is your contribution <laughs> so far. Go on. Tell, right, get... talk, talk about Jackie. No. Um, one thing I did, well, like is a strong word, but one thing that I found a little bit funny, I guess, was there was um, when when they would be walking to... Their, their Linda means towards the building. You'd see a sign that said London Council Libraries. And that just made me laugh because you know that one council in London? You know the one London Council that covers all of London? It's not like each borough has its own individual council. Oh, no, no. There's just one giant council for all of London, which, they do it. They do it which no one, no one who is no one who's not lived in London or just doesn't know much about London, no, that no one will get that. But I don't know. I just find it funny. <laughs> it, that is good. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> one does it all. It's um, yeah, yeah. In like one of is it like one of the biggest cities? How big is London? It's the well, yeah, it's the biggest city because it's like it's fucking huge it technic the city of london which is a borough within london is the, the smallest city in the uk but it's within london so yeah the whole of london yeah yeah fair enough um we get a mickey mention whoa 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 now <laughs> i want to talk about jackie we we'll talk Just about jackie well why are you rushing off to mickey cuz no one's stopping you talk about jackie so Jackie mentions Mickey. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, yeah, Jackie's great. I, it, I, I call her my queen on every episode because she really is and she really stands out in this episode. Hmm. I, um, one thing we know about Jackie, she's not exactly subtle when it comes to flirting. <laughs> in the very first episode, she was just like, oh, there's a strange man in my bedroom and I'm in my dressing gown. <laughs> She is ready to go at any given moment. All right? yep. Yep. She is one horny milf. All right. I'll just say it. She's one horny milf. All right. Um, and, and good for her, man. Yeah, Why yeah. not? Rose is all swanning about. She's got a flat to herself. Why not entertain her gentleman callers and, and do whatever she needs to do? All right. Look, she's a lovely single lady. She can have as much fun as she likes. Um, yeah, pretty fun. I like that we we get to see an expansion of her flirting tactics. Like you said, oh, yeah, because she, she yeah she's not subtle in any way, shape, yeah. or form. She puts it out there straight away. She's like, look, I'm a knickers. Yeah, she, yeah, exactly. And the doctor obviously shuts her down. We don't get to see that. And I think mm. we've been very patient since the pilot episode 
And so we're treated with her whole routine, her whole seduction routine, which is actually, you know, it still keeps to itself as not very subtle at yeah. all. In just like spilling a drop of red wine and being like, oh, you'll have to take it off so I can put it in the dryer. And he's like, oh, it's just a drop. And then she pours most of her glass down him instead. Um, Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think she's very fun. But I also think her inclusion is kind of really sad in this episode it is as sad. well. Yeah, that's why I think she's she is the standout performance of this episode because she's great. She's funny. She's Jackie. She's, you know, usual hijinks, funny stuff that we that we come to know and love for her. But then there's this really fucking heartbreaking scene where she confronts Elton and she's talking about being left behind and, you know, and how, like, yeah, Rose is out having all these wonderful adventures with the Doctor and doing God knows what and all that sort of stuff. First of all, she's worried for her daughter because she knows exactly what type of stuff she's doing. Mm. But also she's just left behind, just dealing with day-to-day life all on her own. And it's like, oh, jacks. And I think even before you get, like, that conversation, because that's obviously when she finds the picture of Rose in Elton's wallet. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay. So, yeah. And then she is right. Like, she's more, she's obviously concerned about Rose's safety, but then she's also like, it wouldn't have, it would never have just been me you were interested in, would it? Yeah. Um, But, like, even before that, like, just these little bits of, like, she gets this guy to come around and fix the, the dishwasher. But, like, that would have been something that Mickey would have done, but he's not there. Washing machine. Is it the washing machine? Yeah. Jackie's not got a dishwasher. Oh, no. Jackie's too working class to have a dishwasher on <laughs> Maybe in your castle. That's how things were growing up. Do you have a dishwasher? Do I fucking... No. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Yeah. I've only got a tabletop dishwasher. It's a small one. It's not even plumbed worse. in. It's even worse somehow. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, yeah, it's just it's just a sad performance, and I like that you're you're kind of disarmed by her goofiness, and Elton runs to the bathroom to take his shirt off and like start punching a make believe opponent to psych himself up for what he calls the infiltration, and uh, it it is hot in there, and it's about to get even hotter. Yeah, <sighs> awful. No, no, right. Give him give him his Horrendous. credit. No, no Horrendous. one on planet Earth can sell that line of dialogue. No. Well, no Riz, man. Yeah, look, I understand. I think he's not meant to have Riz. <laughs> Negative Riz. I hate saying that. I'm 29 years old. I should not be saying <laughs> negative Riz. But he, like, he, Elton's not meant to have Riz. So stop saying Riz. <laughs> but he's not, though. <laughs> um, no, but, you're right. He's he's supposed to be a bit of an idiot. Yeah. But, but still, like, it was bad. Yeah, look, it's a bad line read, but it's also a bad line. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, before before we criticise anyone's performance in this, know that it always falls to Russell first. He should have <laughs> fixed this long before they shot this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Elton is a creep. Yeah. <laughs> but for a specific reason. All right, go on then. If you had a caller. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And this person came over and was like, ooh, you know, you're, you're thinking of perhaps getting intimate with said person. Yeah. And you had a bit of a moment. You had a bit of a wobble. They went, look. Don't worry, I'm going to pop out and get us a pizza. And you go, okay, thanks, I appreciate you you being here for me. And they come back to share a pizza between the two of you. And this pizza, this pizza looks no bigger than a six-inch pizza. See, I didn't know if this was just me being fat or if I was just, like, I was, I was just like. Sharing that pizza? What's going on, man? Yeah, you need you need a large. Where are the nuggets? Like he's got one pizza for the two of them. <laughs> no side dishes, nothing. Just one fucking ten inch pizza, and I'm like, oh man. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. Look, I don't think either of us get the pass on being like. Maybe look, someone out there. This is a normal dinner, I'm sure. For two people, though? That's where we get the leeway, I think. Yeah. Because, yeah, like if someone came back to me in that circumstance with a tiny little dish like that, I'd be like, did you not get me... Did you not get one for you? And also, where's the other half of mine? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. That was a small pizza. Yeah, it was. It was. It's like three slices each. And then even then... And then, like, the size of the box, that's one thing. When you open it up, the pizza's going to be smaller than the box, obviously. Yeah. Rounded edges, those corners are going to be missing space. It's the fattest yeah. conversation we've ever had, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get the ruler out. How big's the box? I don't feel good about this one. Yeah. Um, All right. The absorber off. It was, it was designed by a kid who won a competition. Did you enter the competition? Did you know about the competition? No, I, I would have been like in this in the right age bracket, but I didn't know yeah. about it or enter it. I knew about the competition. I designed a oh. character for it, but I don't think I ever actually entered it. Though I think I just did the classic Nathan thing of ah, oh, yeah, I'll draw this, and then I just never got around to like actually submitting it. Tell me, you remember the concept vaguely, like some kind of like man slash dinosaur thing because i was very much into dinosaurs at the time right so it was just some kind of like i think i called him dino guy which i think i stole from incredibles um (laughs) okay yeah (laughs) because i remember that was like a like a character that i drew not like dino guy from the incredibles but just like the name that was like like a concept i i Mm. drew quite a lot like a a sort of dinosaur crossed hybrid person sort of thing um and and yeah and i and that's what i it, it was terrible it was awful okay yeah. um it was no absorbaloff um, no of course so yeah so i i don't know if this is a hot take i think the concept of the absorbaloff is great <sighs> okay <laughs> <laughs> no, no 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 right look i think it's it, the concept of like I think it's limited by 2006 special effects, and I think they well and truly overcompensated on a performance front. Yes. Because I think that they were more insecure about the concept than they should have been. Because it's... Doctor Who, 
we've we've spoken about it a million times in terms of like the little horror elements it can do. Yeah. It, imagine if this monster, the Absorbaloff, was in a slightly a slightly more serious performance and in a slightly more take itself serious episode. The body horror potential of an Absorbaloff. Like screaming victims on the monster's chest. <laughs> not yeah. its ass. No, it's not one of yeah, yeah, okay. I just I I don't know. Sure, I think the concept sure. is cool. Yeah, it's it's got potential. But if we're here to talk about potential, then <laughs> like If we're here to talk about potential, it should have been Dino Guy. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I was robbed on that competition that I didn't enter. Yeah. Um You would have been what, like seventeen at that point? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> Probably too old to enter the competition. <laughs> Maybe in his late thirties, <laughs> Dino guy, please. Oh, fuck off! Do you reckon we'll get more stuff like that now that now that Big Russ is back? A few more like little thing. The age of Blue Peter has passed, doesn't it? Really? No, Blue Peter's still on. Yeah, but no one's watching it. <laughs> well, I think they are if it's still on. I mean, I, mean, I get. Look, I see your logic, <laughs> but I don't think it has the same cultural relevance. Well, no, but what does? They do. They they just do it through Twitter and something instead now. No, there there's. I think there's one going on at the moment. Is there? Well, there was recently. Yeah. You telling me that in twenty years' time we can look back at another Absorbaloff scenario? No, not like not like. I don't think there was like designed something for the show or anything like that. But just like, um, I can't remember what it was. But there was something recently, and then you got to like go to set and meet David Tennant and all that sort of stuff. And that's pretty cool. Yeah, there was definitely something recently. I can't remember the specifics of it, um, because because is on the on the on the um, the thing it said anyone who's under the age of fourteen can enter. And then all of Doctor Who Twitter was joking about how to like forge your passport to appear under the age of fourteen. And that oh, sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a, it's a crazy prize when you think about it, isn't it? What the what. The, what was the prize? Just this is you don't look. You don't get any money, child, but you do get um, to have Peter K play this thing that you made. And uh, but that's that's massive, though, isn't it? Like how many other? I don't know many other shows that would be like you get to basically form the concept of an entire episode. I don't know where I don't know where I stand ethically with it because it's a bit, you know. It's a bit do do this work for us and don't get paid sort of thing, you know. Yeah, it's, it's fun though, isn't it? Like, yeah, it, sure, it's a bit of fun, but it is still a bit. Oh, let's do. Oh, we can't be asked this week. Let's just do a competition or whatever. Well, but the, the the writers are still in charge. They still had to formulate the entire episode around the concept. <laughs> yeah, and this is the episode that we got. <laughs> Look, I think ultimately it worked out for no one, in the sense that, like. I think they basically went. Oh, this was this is the winner. Oh, you fuck. you know more about you've looked into. Have you looked into like the person? Because there was. We probably shouldn't say, it, but like, should we say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as we're polite. <laughs> okay. So we we was we reached out to the person who created the Absorbaloff, 
and we were going to um, get him to kind of guest on the show and just talk about like his experience with it and that sort of stuff. Um, and, he, and he was all for it. He was up for it. Um, but he just wasn't able to do it last minute. It's like some schedule stuff came up. So unfortunately, it didn't work out. Um, but but you you reached out to him, Lawrence, because you have the industry connections, I guess. Um, <laughs> My incredible pull and sway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and you know you know more about this guy, I guess. So do you like know like where he stands with it now and like what his relationship? Uh, so no, because that, so that was one of the things I asked him to speak about. Um, okay. So I intentionally kind of didn't want him to spoil that over a message. Yeah. Okay. So I don't actually know where he stands in it, but like he, he could, so he couldn't because of, I think he's either committed elsewhere or like just kind of, we caught him at a bad time and he doesn't have the time to get on, unfortunately. Um, but he's, he was like more than merry, more than happier to like, more than happy to just kind of jump on. Mm. and and talk about it so i can't imagine it's something like i i approached the message and was like hey if this has been asked by a million other doctor who centric things then i'm so sorry and please ignore me and don't feel bad i know that he did make a youtube video on it within the last few years um i didn't know i know he had a channel i didn't know he did a youtube video on it yeah he did a youtube video i think it was in 2020 i think it was because of um doctor who lockdowns when they did the a watch along for uh, this episode, um, and and yeah, he made a, um, a a video just talking about like his experience and like where, where I haven't watched it, but like I, I assume it's like you know like where he's at with it these days and that sort of stuff. So that's probably a good point of call for people to visit next. I probably will do. Yeah, um, is that is that. We spoke about it in the girl in the fireplace. Is that when everyone was making the kind of like supplemental supplemental material and shit? Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah, but I, I don't think that was like, um, oh, yeah, the BBC weren't asking for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, was, I was trying to sort of say that without sounding hard. No, like, he's probably... Like, no one's probably, asking him to do it. No, 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 but like, you know, he's got more of a place to do it than fucking we have to do this podcast, like... Yeah, yeah. Um, true. yeah, so I, I, I don't know an enormous amount about his content, but people listening, uh, his, his YouTube channel is, um... At Channel Pup, I, I didn't know this on YouTube. You can have an at now, which is quite cool. Um, yeah, literally, Channel Pup as in like a, a, a puppy. Um, and he makes he makes a lot of videos. Scrolling through now, and I'm just seeing a lot of like Spider Man centric stuff. Um, but like, it seems to be like just a lot of pop culture um, videos. I don't know like the nature of the videos, whether they're like essays or like whatever. But yeah, check them out. It seems cool. And that video certainly. Well, I'll find that video and I'll I'll link it. Or actually, you will. Anyway, the absorbable off is shit. <laughs> I, look, I, I just think cool concept. Peter K. Fucking just. He was obviously just like fucking stunt casting, and they had no fucking idea what what to do. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's shit. Um. Well, no, well, look, I think it's strange. I think <laughs> it's a wonderful thing for a kid to come up with. Um. The execution. Which all of which was done by adults, and and it, and I think he even talked about like he even talked about how like the design isn't necessarily like what he thought because like in his head it was like the size of a double decker bus and stuff, and then and then he gets to set and he just sees PK walking about in this like offshoot Slovene costume, <laughs> and they're just like 
It, it, it did feel very like body of the Slitheen and then we'll put some makeup on his head. Yeah. Um, I like we'll his mohawk. Him, yeah, I was just going to say, and we'll give him a mohawk as well. <laughs> because why not? Um, he is from a, a twin planet of Rexacorico Fallopatorius, though. Yeah. Um, I believe from the beautiful planet Clom. So Another good... I think that's a funny joke. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. No, come, that's funny. Come on. The way he's like, clum. It's good. Wait, what? He says it like that. He goes, clum. Yeah, <laughs> come on, do it again. I've just done it twice. You don't need it again. Go on, go on. One more time. All right, one, one more. Don't make fun of me. I feel like you're going to make fun of me. Go on, just do it. Clum. Great. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, everyone's been absorbed. Elton's getting chased by the Absorbaloff through um, this industrial estate or whatever. Um, Worst shot in the entirety of Doctor Who. What? The worst shot in the entirety of Doctor Who is in this sequence. What is it? It's the weird camera on the floor staring up at Peter Kay in his weird green crotch. And he's just running with his arms out, wobbling side to side, with his tongue going... No, I don't even think I took notice of it. It's really? That's like the shot I think of when I think of this episode. Okay, yeah. It's it's dreadful. <laughs> it haunts my <laughs> fucking waking moments. Like, Well, well, there we go. Um, he's, El- Ellen's about to sacrifice himself. Not for any reason. He just doesn't want to live alone anymore because Mona Myrtle died or whatever. Yeah. Um, it is weird that like the... <laughs> he's like he's just in the practical suit and obviously in the practical suit he's just got like a fucking plasticine head in his chest or whatever and he like obviously like doesn't move it's like touched up in post or whatever mm. but then there's just shots of him just like monologuing and he's just got Moni Myrtle's dead lifeless face just in his chest just not moving or doing anything at all and it's just so bizarre <laughs> And then it like it will cut to a close up, and it will, she'll be like Elton, run! Yeah. And like suddenly yeah. she's alive again. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I I think maybe that's a reason why they cast Peter K. They were just like, look at his face. Look, he's putting his tongue out. He's doing weird shit. Do not look at his body here. <laughs> Peter K. is not like a a facial comedian though. Like Peter K. is not that animated. Like if you're gonna get like. Uh, a comedian who's like quite like animated and does lots of faces and movements should go for like a a Lee Evans or someone of the time. And Lee Evans did appear later, but yeah, I'm thinking like a Jim Carrey type, but he's obviously way out of budget. <laughs> yes, <laughs> come on, man. No, no, I'm not expecting it to happen. I'm just saying that's like I think that was I don't know because I just think there's a reason behind him doing weird faces. And it's probably that. It's probably stop looking at the bad prosthetics on my chest and arse. Maybe. Yeah. Um, anyway, <sighs> the doctor shows up. Rose is angry. Um, as she should be. Because I like I like the idea of Jackie calling uh, Rose up and just having a bitch about this weird cunt as well. <laughs> yeah, keep your eye I out like for that. this weird plumber freak. <laughs> Yeah. Also, one thing I didn't mention uh, when it came to Jackie, but I fucking love how, first of all, she's um, ready to fucking throw down and protect her daughter 
at any cost, and she'll fucking protect Rose at the end of the earth, but also that she'll protect the Doctor. Mm. Like, she'll, she'll fucking... She'll give him, like, what he deserves, and she'll have a go at him, and she'll make out that she doesn't really like him, but she loves him. She... Yeah. She knows that he's part of the family, and she'll she'll stand up for them both. Really. We, I am so very excited for like there's a there's a there's an episode later on in this season which is essentially just Jackie and the Doctor going around and doing bits, and I am week after next, huh? Week after next. Oh God, it is fuck. We're getting on. We only got three left in this season. Bloody hell! Oh my God, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I I do like that. I think. From the Christmas invasion, um, their relationship obviously it's always going to be different with a different Doctor, but like straight up, straight out of the gate, their relationship was completely different from Nine and Jackie. Um, yeah, and I like that. I like that quite a lot. There we go. Should we? Should we talk about why we're here? Should we talk about the real meat of the episode? <laughs> okay. We're yeah, gonna sure. we're gonna have to. Ugh. Yeah. Right. Oh, um, Elton, Elton's mum died on that night, and he blocked it out because he, he was sad, and blah, blah, blah. Anyway. I got a note, one of the few notes I did write that says, look, I know it's symbolic, but why did she leave her kid alone in a field? <laughs> <laughs> we get the... It's out of place as well, because it's the, the... That montage is the dead wife montage, not the dead mum montage. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? It was all, like, eye-level... Yeah. Yeah. Like, Ellen wasn't filming that. He was filming everything else. He had... Not, uh, not that. <laughs> dreams of... Uh, was it? Dreams of grandeur of wanting to be the next video blogger. So there's a pavement. <laughs> <laughs> if they can all push their way out... Yeah. I'd have given that a crack earlier. Well, they didn't know, did they? Well, they seem to all suddenly guess. Yeah, when the doctor said it. Before we do pavement, just a real wet fart of a conclusion to this episode. Yeah, just, just, it was just so fucking, ah, uh, and here's the solution. Yeah. It was just such a quick fix, done, lazy writing. Break his cane, he breaks his yeah. cane, the doctor's like, the material of the blah, 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 absorber, blah, blah, and it's a bizarre blah, and it's like, okay, yeah. done. They all get glooped. Into a big pavement, the absorbaloff starts to be absorbed by the earth, um, and then the doctor is able to use his sonic screwdriver to isolate the last victim, which coincidentally is Ursula, um, and he's able to form her head back in a pavement. One of the best lines of the entire episode is, um, Elton, get a spade. spade. Yeah. Great stuff. Good line. Um, what kind of life is that? Well, I wanted I... to go down this road. I'm surprised you ha- you are because of the ethics of it all and how silly we can be on the show. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, I feel like it's, it's kind of implied that she's now immortal and she'll just be a head on a slab of pavement for all of eternity. Mm. Um, and... Elton's only got so long left in him. What? She's not exactly mobile, is she? So, like, one day, Elton's going to die, and she'll just be left on the desk or whatever, mm. just staring up at the ceiling. And then, like, what, she just stays there for the next thousand years or whatever? 
Yeah, well, I assume he's got then no someone, mates, he? someone will move in or whatever, and they'll be like, what the fuck is this? You can bury it somewhere in the garden. <laughs> and they'll just throw her in the bin or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I also think it's like, you can't do anything with like You can't take her out places. No. Well, Ellen says, like, I don't care what people think. I'm like, I would. You're dating a concrete slab, man. <laughs> I know she's got a face. And I know, like, you've known her for a month and you love her or whatever. But, like, it's a concrete slab. Yeah, it is a con. That's the thing. It is a concrete slab. You going to get married? Um... You going to put her in a wedding dress? Well, yeah, I don't know. Because he's like, let them stare. And I'm like... No, I think, like, they're... I, like, it's obviously like a, a some sort of very weak, loose metaphor for like others. Do you know what I mean? Like, but at well, the but at the same the whole, time, the whole episode like, is kind of like that. Like, we don't necessarily need this bit at the end, which is like, oh, and he fucks the pavement. Yeah, it's more offensive than it is anything else. It's more just the fucking the line. We even have a bit of a love life, like. You, I could forgive it if it wasn't for that one fucking line, mm. and it just hints at. I'm not even gonna say, <laughs> say it, but I, I, we're all he thinking fucks it. Pavement, no, well, I've already said that, but I was gonna be more graphic in terms of how. But like, look in the mouth, Lawrence. No, I wanted because I want to talk about that as well. Because also, why? Why do you want to talk? No, because no, because we this is to? what we do on the show. We break down the specifics. <laughs> and, no, no, no. We didn't about... get here to to kind of pussyfoot around it i don't want to talk about ellen fucking a concrete slab man I, look, I don't want to talk about it either but the fact is we're here and we have to yeah. all right well i'll mute my mic and then you go nuts <laughs> look i just want to say that if you're i understand elton is limited in what he can bring to the table in terms of a love life but if his idea of a love life and a satisfying one at that is solely this. And I'm not talking about just the fact that she's a pavement. Here's a question for you. Okay. <laughs> right. You know when you're like, you know when like your girlfriend or your wife in your case will just ask you like, if I was a worm, would you still love me? And all that sort of shit. Yeah. Like, you love your wife very dearly. Yes. Okay, you're married. I was at the wedding. It's true. Um, you were. <laughs> yeah. Um, you've been with her for a number of years. You've, you're very much in love. Um, <laughs> if your wife became, through some bizarre reason, just her now bald head on a slab of pavement, <laughs> would you, <laughs> would you stick with your wife? I couldn't leave, could I? <laughs> What's she gonna do without me? <laughs> so you would, so so you do the same thing. Yeah, but I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd go through with certain actions that Elton takes. What's that? That, that just seem quite degrading. <laughs> what? <laughs> Having a, a, a sex life with? Yeah, because what? Yeah. what I value in a relationship and most normal people do is more than that yeah I'm, I'm not don't no no I'm this not saying you're saying anything okay I'm just I'm saying 
I would, you know, like I'd, I'd still just prop her up on the sofa next to me. <laughs> we watch TV and stuff. Like, <laughs> I don't think you would. I don't have much of an enormous social life anyway. I'm not a big social butterfly, so it wouldn't be too hard for me. Fucking tell me about it. Um, <laughs> one thing you need to know about Lawrence. Lawrence fucking hates having friends. He cannot stand it. Um, I'm just too uh, likeable and they always gravitate towards me. Lawrence would rather do anything else than talk to his friends at any time. So that's something you should know. Um... Have we done it justice? Have we spoken about it enough? The, the, look, this episode doesn't deserve justice. All right? <laughs> <laughs> this episode, it's it's look again. If if you really like this one, I am sorry. Okay, I know what it's like to really like something that most people don't. Um, but it's just it's not good, man. It's, it's not. It's good. unforgivable. It's now. Well, yeah. Yeah, like, like, I love Russell, but this this is always on his record. Yeah, this is bad. Do you reckon he thinks about this still? Do you reckon it just like haunts him at night? What I, if we get a sequel? I'd love. What one. if we get a love and monster? What if Elton and Ursula come back? I want to see their life, marriage, and potential future together in the form of an up montage at the beginning. You know, you know, like the old man and his wife. I want to see that, but it's Elton and his concrete slab. <laughs> and he accidentally drops her. <laughs> she breaks. Oh no, my concrete wife! <laughs> they get into an argument, so he paves her into the wall and leaves her there for a week. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, look! All right, look. All in all, it's a fucking bad episode of Doctor Who. <laughs> Weirdo of the week! This is everybody's favourite part of Still Got Legs, the moment where we can take a look back on the weird and wonderful and grubby little characters who come across our screens each and every week in the wonderful world of Doki Who. Now, often when we do this segment, we'll mention that it's uh, slim pickings. <laughs> Not that much to choose from. But, um, look... We are spoiled for choice. I want week. to do this segment eight times for this episode. Well, you only get to pick one. Well, that's <sighs> not true because I've picked multiple before. Um, <laughs> but they're usually like linked together. If 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 I do pick, like you know. Anyway, um, Lawrence, who's your weirdo for this week? It feels anticlimactic, but it's just it's Elton. Lawrence. He's... Ask me who my weirdo is for this week. Who's your weirdo? It's Elton. <laughs> yeah, because he's a fucking creep. There's not a single moment in this episode he's not a weirdo. Yep, yep, that is very true. And look, we've already talked about it at length. He fucks the concrete slab. So, <laughs> like, that's that's more than enough of yep. a reason uh, to go off. There's there's plenty more choices, you know. There's, there's the Absorbaloff himself. There's Bliss... Um, 
she did something weird. I can't remember what it was off the top of my head now. But they're all a bunch of characters, all right? Yeah, I think there's Mr. Jackie Skinner got for done being, dirty, though. There's... No, he got what he deserved. There's <laughs> Jackie for being incredibly horny. There's Rose and the Doctor for doing a Scooby-Doo run. <laughs> there's whatever that monster was at the beginning for having a weakness to water in different coloured buckets or whatever was going on there. Is that a weevil? No. It's not a weevil. It's not a weevil. Very, it looks. Does it not look similar to a weevil? No. I'm misremembering weevils. Yeah. Google weevil right now. Oh, yeah, I was well wrong, yeah. Anyway, there we go. That's Weirdo of the Week. It was a bit anticlimactic, really. Yeah, but, like... It's because this segment is irritating sometimes because there's either no weirdos or there's a hundred weirdos. It was, it's not a good episode. And again, I'm sorry. What do you want from me? I'm just one man, all right? Mm. I can't love every episode of Doctor Who as much as I want to. And trust me, I do want to. <laughs> every now and again, there's going to be one that comes up, which it, it's just, it, this ain't it, Chief, all yeah. right? It's it's not a good time. That being said, there are moments to enjoy. Well, there's like... Well, there's Jackie. <laughs> and there's some fun stuff. There's some fun lines here and there. There's that line where he goes, and that's for you, Ursula. You're coming with me for a Chinese. Oh, yeah, I was so bad. Ah. Oh. My whole body just cringed watching it. I was like, "Who let this man act?" But then, ever? but then he redeems himself, like because he goes, he, "Mr. Sk-, he's like, Mr. Skidder, are you coming too?" And he's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Not for the Chinese though, if that's all right." Just you know, it's funny. He does a little funny no, one. It wasn't funny. It was all. I don't know. He's supposed to be like a very awkward person, but it's just. <sighs> I don't know. It's not great. We got another podcast. I another do happy pod. like ELO, Mr. Blue Sky, though. So, um, okay. He just dances around his room to it, really. There's not much. Yeah, but it's a good song. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the episode gets any credit for that. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. It's a good choice. It's a good it, song. It is a good song. Yeah. We had another podcast. It's called Another Happy Pod. Episodes come out Fridays, 10 a.m. Follow us on Twitter at Another Happy Pod. This podcast, if you want to follow us on Twitter, is at Still Got Legs Pod, uh, and new episodes of this come out every single Monday at ten AM, and they're always a bloody good time. If you enjoy the show, give it a little five star on your podcast uh, platform of choice or whatever the top score is. That would be much appreciated, and share it with your Hoovian mates. Um, love you all very much. Bye. <laughs>